Alan, I- I'm not sure if you know this, but you have children, correct? Um, I do know that I have children, yes. Okay. Well, you may not know this about me, but I also have children. And it really occurred to me the other day that they're going to listen to this at some point. Or probably not, but they have the possibility of listening to this at some point. Well, I think you're really being optimistic, Rob, one, that this world has a future. And That's a uh, given, yes, yes. Two, let me just relay a little bit of an anecdote from this last weekend where I was on a road trip with my two sisters and my wife, and I mentioned to my sisters, oh, you know what? My wife, insert... <laughs> My it wife. Borat and her name here. So sad. Uh, actually just downloaded a bunch of episodes of Parapsychology oh. uh, for the trip. Oh. And my two sisters said, oh, cool. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <laughs> good luck with the kids, Rob. Oh, well, I'm... That's yeah. I don't know what kind of legacy it's going to be, but um, little baby Tardis and uh, uh, four-year-old Mrs. DeBrew are going to be, I think, okay with it. They're going to love it. <laughs> it's time, time for a thrilling story of romance, adventure, mystery, anything with an expired copyright. It's time for another. Interrupted Tale! Hello, and welcome to the show that usually ends. It's another episode of Interrupted Tales, the podcast where my friend and I take turns reading stories to you, the listener, while the other person constantly interrupts. As per usual, my (laughs) friend and... Local bon vivant rock. Uh, yep, we're just kicking it back and keeping it cash, huh? Yep, cash. You know, we're just <laughs> hanging out here with the huge sus. <laughs> oh, cool. Cool. Well, what do we have on deck this episode, Alan? Uh, I probably story Rob. I don't know. <laughs> a tale of some kind. That seems likely. Maybe with a twist ending. I don't know. Something like that. We actually have a story from the pages of 10 story Western magazine. No more, no less. <laughs> you want nine stories? Get the hell out of here. Look at 10 story, 33 ads, Western magazine. <laughs> From the December 1949 issue, it is entitled Trust a Dead Man by W.J. Reynolds, which I feel like it's a conversation somebody had that somebody left either very early or very late on. It was kind of like, that's why you should never trust a dead man or trust a dead man to screw up making waffles. (laughs) I like that. I think that works. Mm-hmm. I was thinking it sounded more like a, a 90s Tarantino ripoff movie where the title doesn't make any sense, but people say fuck a lot and kill each other. Oh, it's so badass. <laughs> Trust a dead man. He's so cool. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time to pull up your favorite saddle and grab a swig of swill and 
I don't know, put one of those poncho blankets all over you. <laughs> the colorful kind. What's with the blankets, anyway? And keep your horse warm. It looks really hot out there. And keep you warm. But why does he wear it over his shoulder all the time? Because you got to have your arm shoulder free for the, the shooting. <laughs> all right. It's like a Snuggie for <laughs> the Western gentlemen. <laughs> Snuggies of the Old West. <laughs> Uh, while we read you this week's tale. More of a snuggie or a slanket man? Um, uh, I think, I think snuggie. You, you think you don't know? I have never used a slanket, so uh, I, I'm yeah. not sure. Sure. Let's sure. Make a, let's make a pros and cons list after the show. That's the difference between us, Rob. I would never <laughs> make a pros and cons list about slankets. <laughs> I just, I don't, how else are you going to learn which is better? Got to weigh them out. Well, the slanket is definitely of a heavier fabric, so... Then you're really going to dodge, Beale? The hurt inside reached her soft brown eyes and spilled over to her voice. But I thought they told you to get the hell out of there. They did. <laughs> but there was an election, and uh, <laughs> aldermen uh, decided that the city council would allow me to return under the circumstances which I'm going to relate to you. Uh, it's I, a I, hell of a story, and it's called Trust a Dead Man. I'm not <laughs> sure how we get there. Bill Knight tried to ignore that hurt, tried not to see it. Marie didn't understand how a man felt about these things. Oh, they mean not at all. How a man felt nothing at all? <laughs> exactly. Okay. Marie tried to see my side. It's my big chance. Think of it. A marshal under Kane Outler. He grasped her shoulders, some of his habitual reserve falling away as his enthusiasm mounted. Whoa, 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 whoa. Watch the hands there, cowpoke. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't go for that kind of above-the-waist touching around these parts. You don't want him to mount her the enthusiasm? Nope. No mountain enthusiasm. Oh, oh. And you want to go below the waist? Oh, you're going to have to get a permit at City Hall for that. Just, just oh. ask for Vance. Okay, Vance, Vance in charge of the the Department of Enthusiastic Mounting. Then. Yes, related activities go to Vance. Okay. He's heard of me, honey, and he's pleased with the way I've handled this town. He wants me as his deputy, and he's stopping by for me. He'll be here tonight. Kane Outler. Why, honey, we could be married now in a month or two. That's right. Me and Kane Outler married. Oh, congrats. <laughs> Should I be Bill Knight Outler? Ooh, like a night out. We really were meant to be together. Now, what's that, honey? Oh, I thought you'd be happy for me. Yes, for me and Kane and our son, National. <laughs> National Night Outler. <laughs> Who do they raise money for at the National Night Outler? Oh, well, you know, uh, for their cousin taking back the 
<laughs> night. Oh, well, that's good. That's, yeah. That is a good thing. I support so, it. <laughs> it's third cousin. It's very, very removed. <laughs> she hadn't moved under his hands, but stood straight and still. No, she said. No, Bill, we won't ever be married. Now. I've always loved you for your shiftless lack of aspiration. This trying doesn't sound anything like the man I love. <laughs> That's right. Who <laughs> wants a man with ambition when Oof. he could uh, be around? <laughs> his hands dropped to his sides. You want me to stay here and go into your dad's hay and grain business? You won't see what this means to me. You won't understand, will you? Try, try, try to understand. I'm a Marshall man. <laughs> there was a sudden passion in her voice. Uh, one that is very uncommon, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's happening a lot around these parts. I understand, Bill. Too well. In Dodge, it'll only be a bigger, a worse version of the last two years here in Water Gap. We fought Indians, fought drought, fought locusts, fought dicks. Remember when Richard Dix came in here and tried to take over this town? Uh, yeah. Um, have you been to Water Gap uh, lately? I feel like it's all... Uh... <laughs> Wet khakis? <laughs> well, sure, yes. Uh, no one wants damp khakis. I've told them. It's it's a thing for the under-25s, Alan. It, it, nobody older than that wants damp khakis. No, you're, you're, you're totally right. And uh, baby water gap is <laughs> just crazy. I feel bad for the guy with the mop there. He's just walking around the whole time. It just gets worse and worse. Sad, really. The days and nights of horror... As you became known as Bill Knight, Marshal of Water Gap, and the gunmen wanting to add you to the notches on their guns. The nights I lay cold with terror, listening for the shots and the sound of feet. Someone coming to tell me you were dead or had added another notch to your gun. And I keep telling you that voids the warranty, but you just won't listen and keep killing people. I almost think you do it just to spite me. No, honey, you keep misunderstanding. I'm adding notches to my gun belt because oh. it's too much at the old canteen. <laughs> honey, I told you, you got to start walking word riding that horse less. Marie, I... His hands lifted toward her again, then stopped. She lifted her head and was looking at him suddenly, steadily. In the deepening twilight, he saw the finality in her eyes. Bill, she said, if you go without to Dodge, it's over between us. I can't live like that. You know, I'm going to take a second and say props to Marie for speaking up like this. Oh, yeah, yeah. She shouldn't have to live in constant fear of losing him to some shootout when, when she has so many other things to worry about, like cholera or bear attacks or another Mormon war. Yeah, no. I, the, oh, the one that they had against the the, the cholera bears—that was <laughs> particularly tough. This is why I keep telling people: do not flush your cholera down the toilet. <laughs> it goes right to the bears. It's, it's right. I, the septic system can't handle the cholera. <laughs> Come on, 
gunks up the whole thing. Yeah, herd immunity, everyone. Herd immunity. Don't just throw it out. His lips opened to speak. A plea there, ready. Then they closed tightly, and his dropping hands made a hopeless gesture. Goodbye, Bill, she whispered, and was running into the house. But, but my, my hat's in there. Damn it. Now I gotta get a new hat and a place to live <laughs> and fiancé. <laughs> uh, priorities, though, let's go see if the bar is open. And also forwarding your mail address. That's you ah, gotta do that, too. Man, I'm gonna go from zip code 002 to zip code 003. Oof. Oh, no, they skipped right to zip code 007. It doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> it's like house numbers. Why do they start at 10,000? Bill Knight turned downtown, his hand moving in a half-understood gesture to the spot on his vest where the Marshall Star had hung for two years. He had turned it in today, and his valise was packed and ready in the Water Gap Hotel. Ooh. Ooh, the Water Gap Hotel. Is H. Horton Libby going to be breaking into it tonight? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, I've heard they've turned them all into water condos now. <laughs> it's just, true. true. Just real damp condos. <laughs> His stride lengthened. Kane Outler would be arriving at the hotel in a few more minutes. He would stay there for tonight and tomorrow embark for Dodge. And Bill Knight me would be with him <laughs> i mean outler knight sounds like a bad fantasy novel but a name like knight outler that really zings kind of like outler knight to be honest really outler yeah knight? uh-huh mm -hmm. the new series by neil gaiman no probably the young adult novel by somebody <laughs> self-published on kindle <laughs> sounds about right yeah There'd be a werewolf on the cover, too. <laughs> Sexy werewolf. Somehow Bill did not feel the awe he'd expected as he watched Kane Outler step down from the stage a few minutes later. The marshal was tall, lean, and had a still, flowing movement like a boa constrictor that Bill had once seen in a circus. And let's be honest here. The slithering was one thing, but the hissing was really annoying the dancing girls. Yeah. Yeah, gets your dude what's in a circus in a in a strongman competition. It was it was arm wrestling another guy. Could have been operating the tilt a whirl. <laughs> His eyes were a gray blue with shreds of northern ice, never melting. They gave Bill Knight an unpleasant shock. You must be as long as this boa constrictor to ride the twister. <laughs> Hey, come on, man. Bend down just a little for me. Come on. Come on. My kid really wants to ride. No, don't. No. Oh, no, no. How am I going to get him out of you again? <laughs> this is why you take your chances when you get measured. Yes, we should not have done that. Oh, this is the fourth time this has happened. Kane Outler's eyes didn't dart and stab, but went into an easy sweep that missed no detail. An indefinite stare. So, this is just Sam Elliott, right? I mean, who yeah. else would we cast? Right. What's uh, Sam Elliott? Uh, Billy Elliott could be. <laughs> That's <laughs> Billy. That's over the West. <laughs> Why wouldn't an Irish ballet dancer boy be perfect for this role? <laughs> 
His white slender hands were still with latent power. It's a little T-Rex too, sure. That's, of course that, that would lighten the mood. The little slender hands. He couldn't reach his mouth, but he could reach his guns. <laughs> Near the broad belt that supported the famous stag-handled colts. As Bill Knight stepped forward, he received the full force of Outler's eyes, and Bill's lifting hand dropped back. He instinctively knew that Outler would not shake hands now. Well, plus, he's too busy doing an elaborate snake mating dance, so he, he can't be waving his arms around. Also, there's that whole cholera thing. <laughs> maybe maybe you just shouldn't be shaking hands in the old way. Yeah, do the kind of pack salute or something, you know? <laughs> oh, I hear that shipment of uh, Purell's coming in on the Wells Fargo uh, wagon tomorrow. <laughs> we got to dynamite it open. <laughs> the Purell mine is open for business. <laughs> I'm Bill Knight, Mr. Outler. Welcome to Water Gap. As Outler nodded briefly, Bill went on with an unaccountable lack of enthusiasm. I've taken the liberty to reserve you a room in the Water Gap Hotel, upstairs. Live from the upstairs ballroom of the beautiful Water Gap Hotel, we proudly present Foreigner! <laughs> I was hoping to see Winona. <laughs> Winona had to a drop out oh that's too bad Winona. do you think they're gonna play double vision they open and close with double vision no of course they <laughs> oh come on <laughs> that's the double vision come on that's oh i get it now yeah. no I don't, it's high not... concept <laughs> <laughs> sure is for for a foreigner concert yeah you think when they do uh, an all-star tour with, like, Loverboy, that Loverboy is like, hey, cut the crap with this uh, Chris Nolan bullshit and the, the double, double crap here, man. I'm just here to play working for the weekend. <laughs> I think uh, the conversations are short and terse. As an aside, <laughs> I... Yes. ...was listening to SiriusXM this weekend uh, where... The Bare Naked Ladies hosted a segment uh, uh -huh. dedicated to uh, their <laughs> era of music. And um, they told stories. 1997? Yep. <laughs> they told stories about uh, the bands that they had toured with. Uh, let's say the Proclaimers. Oh. And uh, how much they loved their Proclaimers' uh, first couple albums and etc etc right. and then as the segment progressed they finally got around to uh better than ezra <laughs> and <laughs> they had that song good yeah sure yeah and they had that song good and it just occurred to me that as a band of that ilk not only do you have to resign yourself to playing one week every mm -hmm. day for the rest of your fucking life mm-hmm but you also have to resign yourself to the fact that you're going to hear good living with you uh -huh. <laughs> every day for like at least two or three years. <laughs> it's not even the crappy song you wrote. Nope, but you're going to have to hear it. <laughs> oh, man, that's rough. It's a Who says bag. rock stars get paid too much? <laughs> yeah, it's a mixed bag at best. It was good living with you. Ah, ah, ah. Do you think he could still do the ah, ah, ah? It'd be sad if he couldn't. 
If he can't, then uh, I mean, I think somebody's gonna rush the stage. Oh no, you know what you do? You do the cool rock star move. You just hold the mic out to the audience and let them do it. Hell, I paid twelve fifty for this deep fried butter, and this show was free, so I I better get my money's worth. (laughs) I want my okay. Uh, (laughs) Now I want some funnel cake. Damn it. Trust a dead man to make you the best funnel cake you've had in your life. All right. It sounds like a gamble, but I'm willing to try it. Outler nodded again. We'll go up then, he said. (laughs) Yes. I agree to this plan. Proceed. As Bill Knight paced Outler through the lobby, skirted the bar and climbed the stairs to Outler's room, Marie's words kept prodding him. Dental plan. Lisa needs braces. Dental plan. Lisa needs braces. Dental plan. Lisa needs braces. With different eyes, he noticed the gunman's encompassing glances. that missed nobody. Weighed each man they approached. Those slender hands still and ready. The tension crept into Bill Knight, the shuddery feeling of hungry guns waiting. Hungry guns are waiting for you, waiting for something to happen in the story. You're rich gun, and you cock too far. <laughs> Kane Outler did not relax in the room either. He never turned his back to Bill Knight as he investigated the closet and looked under the bed. No ghosts for me to shoot. (laughs) Solid. Bill tried to conceal his surprise, but knew that Outler had noted it. You know, so far, this job interview is not going well, and I don't think he's ever going to be hired as a cooler at the Double Deuce. Uh, That's the job, right? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I think it's a personal shopper to a marshal here or something like that. I need more bullets. <laughs> Not fancy ones, you understand. Just, just some good like old American. Comfort casual bullets. <laughs> Outler said without humor, coldly. You'll learn, Knight, if you live. I had a man take a shot at me from under a bed once. Luckily, I had tired of sleeping on a straw bed, and I'd had a cotton mattress put on the day before. <laughs> cotton, of Bull- course, being the natural enemy of bullets. <laughs> What? <laughs> the look, the feel, the bullet-stopping <laughs> power of pure cotton. This is why I don't walk around anymore without a mattress on each side of my body. You laugh. Well, maybe it was like a little twenty-two or something. Uh, I, f- I feel... Oh, listen, hey, I don't know about how solid s- straw is. I, I, I've only taken an engineering class that said it was... Better than sticks, but worse than bricks. <laughs> so I seem to recall from my from my test taking days. That was advanced class. I never got past straw. Right. Also. Yeah. But uh, I would have said it was probably roughly comparable to you know the stuff that T-shirts are made out of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it stops bullets. Right. Oh, right. We sure. all agree. <laughs> Bill Knight felt uneasy, a little choked. He wished they were already on tomorrow's stage. And it was no better in bed later. 
Bill, don't don't blame yourself. You you <laughs> can't force chemistry. You either click or you don't. Right, but I mean, he's a giver. He wants to make sure that everybody's satisfied. Yeah, he's, he can't satisfy Marie and Bill Outler, or, or whatever his name Bill is. Outlet. Kane Outler. It's time to go shopping at the Bill Outlet uh, <laughs> right next to the baby water gap. And of course, and of course, Sam's Club. So, well, no, it's a BJ's out there. Oh, well, that's yeah, good. it's weird. <laughs> Around midnight, after tossing for two hours, Bill Knight got up and dressed. Maybe a long walk would tire him enough to sleep. Hell of a Dodge City Marshal he'd make. Foggy with sleepless nights. Huh, that's really weird, Alan. Let me look at my phone. Yeah, that was my weather forecast for today. Oh, yeah? Foggy with sleepless nights. Hmm. Oh, by the way, did I mention I moved to Transylvania last week? Oh, <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Everyone talks about the midnight killings by strange creatures of the night, but the schools are great, and they have all-day kindergarten. Do, do they? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's stepped up. Uh, let me try. Have I mentioned also that I'm on the undead? Uh, no, you hadn't. No, that's going to be important for uh, the cleric spells I learned. <laughs> Uh, it's Under unrelated. No, sorry, unrelated to what you just said. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we're cool, right? Well, I mean, sure. <laughs> it's not like my name is, you know, um, Alan uh, Van Helsing or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, but that was. A I long mean, time they ago. did have to shorten my name when when my ancestors came to Ellis Island, so it's possible. <laughs> That was, you know, Alan V, <laughs> the cool yeah. guy. Alan V for Van Helsing. Van Helsing. They didn't yep. really do a good job of making it shorter. It was a very confusing movie, really. <laughs> He'd spotted the two strangers at the bar, standing apart from the thinning crowd. From habit, he started toward them. Then he remembered he was no longer Marshall here, and shrugging. Went out. Yep. That murdering that you could have stopped was clearly none of your business anymore. <laughs> Not my uh, deal. Nor the safety of the town in which the fiancé who just dumped you hours ago lives. <laughs> you see, when when a, a marshal is out on PTO, uh -huh. really he's got a duty not to stop any that's, crimes. That's right. He needs the rest. He needs yeah. the relaxation. All right. All that's right. right. But his thoughts kept returning to them. The pale eyes that he had glimpsed in the mirror of one, the bulging frog eyes of the other, and the <laughs> and the uh, physical profiling that is such a necessary skill in the old west, based on the type of eyes the people have. Well, I think the bigger problem, Alan, is that pale eyes and frog eyes are back, and we got to alert the new marshal that the Hemsworth Giamatti gang is back in town. Oh, jeez. That's rude. That's rude. Hemsworth has no has very pretty eyes, Rob. And Paul Giamatti has very froggy eyes. And pretty. Paul Giamatti went according to right in for Crimbone. <laughs> Oh, I hated when they took his ride out of Disneyland. Oh, 
Paul Giamatti ride? Paul Giamatti's wild ride? Yeah. Why did they do that? <laughs> oh, they, they didn't really take it out. They just converted it. Uh, now it's a Benicio Del Toro's amazing oh, adventure. Oh, jeez. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's just Galaxy's Edge is screwing everything up. Yeah, isn't I it? know, man. It's all yeah. downhill. Oof. The crossed cartridge belts. Gunmen. They were still in the nearly deserted bar when he returned two hours later. Bill turned through the bar, and Curly, the bartender, got off a stool and poured him a drink and didn't mention the gold at all. <laughs> the the I legend? Guess. Well, it was just a legend, Alan. Well, oh, it didn't exist? No, I don't know. I don't honestly remember, but uh, <laughs> the title, wasn't it The Legend of Curly's Gold? Of course it was. Yes. All right, but... all right. Well, let's just then play along. Come on. Okay. Well, what are we doing I here? <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. We're doing that or we're making a, a Three Stooges joke and, uh, and my Shep material is years old. <laughs> I haven't refreshed it in a very long time. He was raising it to his lips when the two moved up beside him, one on other side, suddenly, smoothly. Under their stare, Curly moved back to his stool. Sorry, Bill, I got my own rule. If you don't tip, you deserve the gunfight. It, it's that simple. Well, no, I, I gave you a one at the beginning of the night, and then I gave you a nickel for every drink after, so... It's, uh, I think you're just, you're forgetting the one I gave you at the beginning, and you're just counting the nickels. I, I can't hear you over the sound of the cock and guns. Sorry. <laughs> you're Bill Knight, asked Pale Eyes. That's right. You and Outler figured to leave for Dodge tomorrow. That's right. Do you want the train number and time it leaves? I, I wouldn't want you fellas to go out of your way or nothing. Man needs money and dodge, said Pale Eyes. I know where you could get a lot of money. Five hundred. Ain't that right, Frog? Uh, excuse me, it's, it's Toad. Uh, remember I have thick dry skin and lay my eggs in a chain, thank you very much? Now, what have I told you about talking when I... Uh, specifically ask you to talk, frog. <laughs> hey, you know, um, uh, y you ever, <laughs> hold on, sorry. Hey, you ever wonder what happens to a frog <laughs> when it's struck by lightning? A, a bad line reading? No, it's it makes sense. We cut part of the story where we explain that, I guess. <laughs> It's a callback. Hey, I, can we get to murdering or what? <laughs> if he cooperated, he could, agreed Frog, and was real smart. He might even get to be Marshal of Dodge himself. If Kane Outler was dead, that is, said Pale Eyes. Hey, hey, th thanks for adding the button to it, Pale Eyes. Look, right. I'm the only one in this podcast that gives obvious cappers at the end of statements around here, okay? Although most of them get edited out, so. Well, they were pretty obvious. Yeah. That's the, yeah. <laughs> Bill Knight knew the tight he was in. Oh, mm. Mm. sexy. Yeah. <laughs> If he refused to help them kill Kane Outler, they wouldn't allow him to go tell the marshal. Hmm. If he agreed, he might be the bad man's marshal of Dodge. Huh. 
If only lying was an option. <laughs> if lying was an option, he'd still be with Marie. <laughs> Bill Knight set his glass down carefully, and they were pressing closer then, pinning his arms just enough without being too obvious. See, Rob, they, they, even they have some subtlety. Oh, well, froggy and pale eyes, sir. They're known for their subtlety. <laughs> the smoothest of criminals. <laughs> they had him. Bill Knight knew that and lifted his eyes to the mirror. Better to see them both. Unbelievingly, then, he stared into the mirror, seeing the lean, fearful figure just inside the door. Crispin Glover? <laughs> uh, Kate Outler's cold eyes were wide and glaring now, and his white hands hovered over the stag-handled colts that showed like bleached bones from the pushback coat. In that tension-charged moment, Bill knew clearly and without doubt, where Outler had been. He had been following Bill Knight. The wolf in him had felt Bill Knight's unease, that animal instinct suspecting a trap, and those glaring eyes now told Bill that he stood convicted with those other two. Hey, Kane, I was, uh, I was just uh, going to the little cowboy's room, and uh, these guys asked me for a drink, and, well, I'm not saying don't shoot them, just... Don't shoot me. <laughs> also, I'm indifferent as to the fate of Marie if she happens to stumble <laughs> in here. That made that clear so many times before. Bill Knight knew that those hungry stag-handled guns would make no distinctions. His life hung by a slender thread. These two are out to kill you, Outler, Bill said clearly. They tried to ring me in on it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And, and they offered me cash and girls. Yeah, yeah, girls, too. Why, damn you, began Pale Eyes. Bill Knight shoved with his arms suddenly, hard, that went in a long dive along the sawdust floor, hands stretched above his head. They're yours, Outler. Alan, I don't know much about the Old West, but is diving to the floor part of this true grit I've heard so much about? Sure. I mean, I've done it at the Texas Roadhouse. Uh, <laughs> you get a lot of peanut shells on you. Oh, well, that's the grit. That, ironically, that's what they make grits out of, Rob. The peanut shells? Yes. <laughs> or Texas Roadhouse. I bet you didn't know that. I did mm -hmm. not know that. Wait, no, they're made out of hominy. Yeah, that's what hominy is. Peanut shells, specifically <laughs> from the Texas Roadhouse restaurant. They, it's a brand name, Rob. Oh, well, it checks out. Thank you. As in, how many peanut shells <laughs> fell on the floor of this Texas Roadhouse restaurant? Oh, I understand the South so much better now. <laughs> yep. How many, how many, how many? But his words were drowned. Panic-stricken screams broke from the two gunmen as they jerked at their colts. Mm, no comment. No comment. Then Kane Outler's lead was skimming over Bill Knight, and the saloon rocked to the thunder of those famous guns. Really? No comments. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, hello, Columbus. Are you ready to rock to the thunder <laughs> of the famous guns of Ed Nugent? Wango Zitango! Frog died with his gun half out of leather. <clears throat> <clears throat> yes. And Pale Eyes followed him so close 
that they fell together with the dying pale eyes squeezing off a shot. Oh, boy. Into the sawdust floor. <laughs> Come on, Story. I'm really it's trying like, hard here. Just, One yeah. more shot into the sawdust floor. Poor pale eyes. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Slowly then, some of the fearful tension ran out of Outler, and the gun sagged almost imperceptibly. Those men have followed me from Santone, Outler said finally his voice in an even monotone. They were hired to kill me by a certain element in Dodge. I've got it narrowed down to either Wyatt Earp or my ex-wife. I owe them both money, and frankly, they've both been looking for closure in general. Oh, they both deserve it, yeah. yeah. They could and would have made it interesting to anyone who helped them. His cold eyes bored into Bill Knight. <laughs> <laughs> I know, said Bill Knight, and his own even speech astonished him. They offered me 500. I was in a tight. A bind? Situation? Pair of briefs? A tight what? Yes. Yeah, pair of briefs. Oh, okay. Everything tracks. (laughs) He stood up and looked at Outler. You followed me. Yes just to make sure why you were prowling around after going to bed. There was no apology in Outler's toneless voice. What the hell does he have to apologize for? Following a guy around and almost shooting him based on supposition? Not in my America. He's hanging out with guys with frog eyes. I mean, it's really pretty suspicious. (laughs) Any of Paul Giamatti's known associates, anybody involved in the movie Sideways... (laughs) Not Thomas Hayden's church, no. <laughs> yep. Anybody that's ever worked at WNBC. Uh, WNBC. Uh, and I, I hate to say it. Yeah. I hate to say it, but Monica Bellucci. No. Even her. Yep. Oh, that damn Giamatti. Yep. Does his influence know no bounds? Don't make it a habit to worry me, Knight. For a second, the glare was back. Then it was gone, and he holstered his guns. Get a pattern and no impulses, understand? Whoa, this guy is strict. I can't imagine what he does if you don't text him after arriving back home. I Well, he probably takes away your phone privileges. Oh. I don't... Why do you have the phone if you're not going to text him back when you're safe? Oh, gosh, Marshall. Sheesh. Uh, well, I'm going to have to take away the data on the plan <sighs> because clearly you can only be trusted to actually have a voice conversation with me. Ugh, this frontier town is so bogus. Also, we don't allow dancing. So please <laughs> do not use that as an outlet. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Or I'm beginning to anyway. Marie understood before, and she was right. He knew now that Kane Outler was killer first, Lawman second. Paper mache hobbyist, third. Ironic frog lover, fourth. <laughs> Very ironic. What? Snapped Outler. Who's Marie? My girl, said Bill Knight. Then he repeated softly. My girl. Talking about my girl. Quick, anyone got a pencil? Also a time machine. Barry Gordy is going to want to hear this. Time machine to the future. Barry, it's your cousin, Bill Knight Gordy. (laughs) (laughs) I found that sound you've been looking for. Then under Outler's stare, Bill Knight unbuckled his gun belt and tossed it on the bar. Curly, he said gently, 
a present for you. I won't need it in the hay and feed business. Oh, yeah. that's you, You'll never need that. You'll just need money to bribe the other guys with guns. Right. <laughs> it's trickle-down economics. Yeah. Yeah. He walked past Kane Outler and out the door into the street. In him was a pressing urgency to see the worry and fear in a pair of soft brown eyes turned to shining happiness. And now, if you'll excuse me, gents, I forgot to say goodbye to my horse. The end. Hot Western action. Let's slap leather, Alan. I'm ready to ride through the West. Well, I don't want to get into a tight, Rob. <laughs> you don't, don't you worry about it. I've learned a lot from this story. Have you? Well, please uh, inform the rest of us then. What, what would you say the moral of the story is? I, I, I have no idea uh, what the moral of the story is, except uh, trust a dead man. It's right there in the title. Oh. Yeah. When a dead man comes up to you and gives you advice, you trust that man. Well, I think if I had to come up with a moral that it would be, listen, if you're just, you're going to marry Marie, it simplifies things a lot. And you could have a lot of options for what to name your kids. You could have uh, first. Mm-hmm. First. You could have black. Mm-hmm. You, you could name your kid the dark. <laughs> Why limit yourself? Damn it, the dark. Get in here! <laughs> well, I think we've all had a good time looking through the big book and baby names in the Old <laughs> West tonight. So. The Old West. Please, why don't you just come over and tune in next time for another exciting Interrupted... Oh, tune in next week, cowpokes, for another adventure of Bill Knight, Coward Marshall. Will Bill stand up to the menace of the Dalton gang? Not if he has errands to do. <laughs> Tell.